made on Zencaster. Welcome to this episode of Zio to Hero. Oh, Jesus. Here we go again. He did it again. (laughs) I'm going to do it, man. I'm going to do it. They're going to see me on first 48. I'm going to do it. Welcome to another episode of Zero to Hero podcast. I am joined today by the lovely bearded beauty Jim, the co-host, and our newest what? guest. Hey, come on now! And our <laughs> and our newest guest, uh, a creator, writer, producer, artist. We're gonna welcome in Johnson. How you doing today, Johnson? I'm doing good, man. Thanks for having me. What does Johnson do? What does he make? What is what does he make? He makes a new style Power Rangers called Western Strike. Uh, let's have him. Let's have Johnson describe a little bit of that. What's it all about, Johnson? Huh? Yeah. Huh? <laughs> Power Rangers Western <laughs> Strike. Out. Um, it's set in the future. Well, it's not set in the future. It's set in a futuristic kind of tech-based world where technology is taken over, and now the Rangers must use Western-styled powers. Um, really inspired by western times you know gunslinging powers and all that to fight the evil and make sure technology doesn't kill everyone that got dark quick okay yeah very that went zero to 100 real quick (laughs) now that we got a little bit of the backstory of it um do you know what kind of western because like there's western parts different parts of the world like where does it actually the western take place at like is it western as in, like, the United States, the Western and, like, Western Japan. Nevada, Southern the, Russia, yeah. Middle it's, East area, uh-huh. India. takes place in its own, like, its own dimension, and the t- the main town is called uh, Greenburn. Okay, and Greenburn. Is, is, so the whole planet's, like, a Western uh. planet? Like, is it a desert island? What, uh, what, what is it all well, about? It's, like, your normal average town, but it's, like, very... So, like, and an example, and this wouldn't spoil anything, Um, I think a lot of people can look forward to... um. Like a lot of sports, I heard we were making sports before this got started. Football players, that's over. Like you don't like sports now is done in your home. The football player can stand in his home with the like of what we call the Vilcor helmets. It's like a Vilcor VR helmet. He puts it on, and his avatar will show up on the football field. Same thing with cheerleaders. Like you don't have to leave. Like these people have become so dependent on technology. Ah, uh, so it's dystopian. Okay. Very much, exactly. Yeah. It oh, kind of okay. gives a little hint to like Ready Player One kind of stuff. Exactly. Oh, okay. Ah, I love the idea. So, so how do these Power Rangers like meet? Like, do they, are they like destined for it or are they chosen? Do they meet in a chat room looking for someone? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Go feature drama on it. <laughs> a lot of it is, um, you can find when the show comes out, the story for the powers is centered around the White Ranger. And her story to um, her father and a lot of the mystery behind that. And it's a lot of it is just like people that actually want to help. They just run up and they're like, hey, you have no other option. Let's do this. You know, it's not like they're having auditions or there's an ancient scroll. that says these five must come together. It's just, you know, these five are willing to do it. I mean, they're, they know it's at risk and they're willing to put their lives on the line to save the world. So instead of like destiny, it's you know kindness gets you in a lot more trouble than anything else right 
Yeah, like they're willing to okay. help, but at but like yeah. after getting thrown against the wall a couple times, I think they're tired of it. So the moral yeah. of the story is don't help anyone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. <laughs> well, we yeah. uh we uh <laughs> Oh yeah. Well, I absolutely love the idea. Uh so what goes behind like the design? <clears throat> Does it like personal inspiration or is it like pulled from like different parts of genres uh for like suit designs and our suit designs, um, I was able to work with uh, Morphin Toku Society. If you don't know, they're making their own series of Power Rangers Ancient Age. That's an animated okay. series coming soon. And I was able to work with them on our helmets. And I worked with Shadow Matt on Instagram to make the chest designs. And a lot of the idea was to just make them animal-based. So you know, like the hawk, horse, bison, roadrunner, coyote. All the your normal western-esque or desert kind of found animals. And, so uh, no armadillo, right? None. No. Well, I can hint that there will be more animals-based rangers. We have a raccoon, and we'll name be Bandit. <laughs> <laughs> I can say I can say you're gonna have to wait because that's a raccoon could hint to something in the future. Oh, oh we have hints. Okay. So are we we're looking at possible new rangers along the series, like as long as far as you, the longer you go, you're gonna get introduce us to more like seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth rangers. And the four-season plan I have, I can definitely say you'll meet a lot more Rangers. Some I can hint that some of the Rangers may not even be on the Western Strike team. That's a hint. Oh, okay. Oh, all right. The plot right. thickens. Exactly. It's like yeah. a bad gravy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and then so so let's just uh, let's just say so you're going to produce these things. It's not like a role playing as like a lot of these uh, other ones are that you see on like YouTube and stuff. So you're actually going to go out there and you're going to like find the actors. You're going to write the scripts. You're going to film it, produce it. And uh, I give you a lot of credit for that too. So, cause a lot of these people just do like what we're doing screen. <laughs> Zen casting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Real quick. Okay. You have a hook about your show, right? There's a hook about your show about the fact teenagers, right? There's something yeah. about that. What's going on with that? I, the reason I wanted to do teenagers as well, I started the show in 2020. I was just turning 18, and the idea was I was about to graduate high school, so I knew time was fleeting into adulthood or you know young adulthood. So I wanted to get this sort of realistic instead of you know, hey, we're all teenagers, we're all friends, yay, that kind of thing that Mighty Morphin did. You know, we're all friends. Let's hold hands and pray to God the villain doesn't kill us. You know, there's real stories that, I, you know, divorce through family um, that the characters go through. Um, maybe their sexual orientation. There's a lot of that with some of our rangers. and um, Or maybe just living up to parents' expectation. There's a lot of that. So it's... Ah. I, so I writing like, about life. Okay. Yes. I like to reference Spider-Man a lot with it because, like I said, everyone loves Spider-Man because, you know, he's a real... Or besides the superhero stuff, you know, his personal conflict is real. So I think people will find that with these characters cool okay so it's personal characters with personal growth through their like own life yeah it's yeah. not and nothing being force fed to you you're just going along with an actual story like it's nothing is like oh we're making this character you know like we're gonna make this character gay because we need to have a gay character it's like yeah. oh you know it's, yeah. they're gay cool you know it, like, right? nothing is wrapped up in one episode i think a lot of people are gonna like that there's an actual push you know it's not just okay like for example our black ranger I, I, this has been confirmed he is our lgbtq representation character but his in, 
his story, you know, and I don't want to spoil it because I think people are going to like it, you know, to kind of hint at it, what he's going through with that isn't just wrapped up in one episode. It's a whole season kind of okay. finding himself. Ah. Yeah. Okay, okay. Okay. So it's an actual like story where people grow into who they're supposed to be over yes. time. Like yes. uh, nice. Like some really serious uh, character development. And it, exactly. since it's like taking places, they're young too. It, it kind of hits more home because we were all young at that point. We all know how like that high school life was, and uh, oh, yeah. and, and, and the nothing confused, made sense. And Everything nothing made sense. Yeah, exactly. Oh man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So heck, we never got it figured out now. <laughs> we're yeah. older. We still got nothing <laughs> yeah. figured out. They're working on it. <laughs> yeah. I just know I'm slave to a company for fifty hours a week, and they give me money. That's all I know. <laughs> yeah, it's great society. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But I, I like the idea about it. Um, is there anything? Uh, do you know when this might take place, or or do you have like a certain time limit, or or do you have a release date? A release How's date that? too. Yeah. The thing with us filming, you know, it not being Zoom based, actually filming, it takes so much more because you have to get everybody there. So I'm hoping to get the first episode out by, and I'm going to look back on this, and I, I'm gonna, I know I'm going to jinx it, but hopefully fall of next year. That's my goal. Okay, fall next year. Oh, okay. okay, realistic. That's a realistic time. Yeah. Now, real quick question: Are you gonna? So they're they're all wearing helmets. Like, so one of the suits are wearing helmets. Are you gonna do like a bad dubbing for the in the the helmets where the head moves and nothing actually happens, and then like they stop moving, and then they speak? The great thing is we don't have stunt doubles, so when you see us morph and we're running around in our suits, that's actually going to be the actors. So okay. When they do the ADR, you know, to you know, put the audio over the suit, they'll be able to move how they know their audio should go, or the things online. Like how, uh, how the they did the Mandalorian, they actually had uh, uh, Pascal do that. Like he was in the suit most of the time, mm-hmm. and so whenever he had to say anything, he was saying it in the suit, and then they just redubbed it later yeah. in the studio while you know him walking around with a uh, a pillow as Baby Yoda. <laughs> with a child yeah. that was adorable you ever see that like there's the behind the scenes stuff where he's like holding a pillow like oh it's the cutest <laughs> thing <And> it, yeah <laughs> now here, here's another question since i know you're young and and all that and you're trying to come up with all this like actors producing suits and and equipment how how is it being funded like are you funding it yourself or is it collectively i have i'm i'm very lucky to meet all the people that's also making shows um and a real close friend of mine who's uh he makes pioneers master force he's been a very mm. huge help with looking over me and making sure that you know he's helping because i mean th- these helmets are insane and you know expensive and suits are because i mean each suit is going to be our measurements down to the wrist the fingers and all that is perfect to that actor so another thing is why we haven't made suits yet is we want to make sure the actors are in it for the long haul because once we make that you know one thousand dollar suit that's to your measurements if you walk away yeah. no one else can wear that you know yeah very pretty much uh you're like you're sunk into it like once you get the role like you just can't leave uh put it, uh, put it in their contract you have a dna sample so when they do leave you just regrow them like oh yeah. no what happened you left. We have a doppelganger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just uh-huh. me, I'll just catch one of their hairs out and just be like, oh, nothing. I just need this for later. Oh, yeah. About it. There it's you okay. go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, this one will have oh. any pesky morals. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so I guess like where you 
are you like into the actual series themselves like that are like the actual Power Ranger series that are taking place right now like have you seen a, a lot of those as well Oh yeah, I've seen every episode besides uh I'm currently binging Mighty Morphin season 2. I haven't started 3 and I won't start Zeo until I finish all the Mighty Morphin story so I can right. lead cuz lead straight from that. So that's why I haven't started Zeo. But you've seen Turbo in Space, Lost Galaxy, everything else? Yeah, cuz at that point um when they were on Netflix, I was just jumping around. Oh, okay. 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 Are are you caught up right now on Dino Fury? Yes. That was a fun season. Yeah, I, I'm so happy that Hasbro's brought a different, you know, it's it still has that, you know, they're not trying to be RPM dark, but the, the humor is what shocked me for that season. I was very happy. Oh, man, Slyther, the, uh, the the bad guy Slyther, that was perfect. Yeah. <laughs> All the puns. He's just a pun machine, and it's great. <laughs> it was really funny. Oh, uh, yeah, Slyther was great. But, yeah, uh, RPM, uh, not RPM. Dino Fury was a lot of fun. Uh, I like the fact Hasbro actually gets a damn. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, and then they're they're making all the Lightning Collection stuff, which has been fantastic. For, yeah. Collection. Some of the price. The price ain't fantastic. The rest <laughs> of it's pretty good. You can see you can see my background. I'm in total amount of debt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. This is called debt. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's the thing. <laughs> well, yeah. So, yeah, Hasbro. And so are you taking... Um, so are you taking cues and stuff from the new series? Because that's what that's what's going to be like now from here on out. Is most likely going to be like how Dino Fury is set up. Yeah. Where it's a little bit more punny. Uh, they have you have your serious moments and stuff and whatnot. Are you going to kind of follow along with that or no? I would say because again the comedy's been fixed a lot where it's not just you know pie in the face. It's a lot more sarcastic, maybe eyebrow kind of you know what i mean it's i think the comedy for western strike the best way to put it is we don't actually have a lot of comedy a lot of it could be pushed with the way the characters interact that would just be kind of a like i think and and this has been confirmed so it's not a spoiler um my character which my girlfriend plays the white ranger i play the yellow ranger my character is head over heels for her but she wants absolutely nothing to do with him so there's a lot of you know like mm. you know the old like you know raise your arm over <laughs> it's just like your regular life right <laughs> Yeah, so it's, it's like your real life. <laughs> That's my life. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Real quick, uh, I do want to know: Are you gonna do? Are you gonna let the actors kind of have not free range, but if if they say something that works really well, like change the lines and stuff, would you let that happen? Definitely. I um I think the lines fit with the character, and especially once we get into filming, like say episode three or four, once we're into our characters, I think once they feel it, it's. I would be completely fine if they wanted to change it. Are you gonna Are you gonna try to pull a Taika Waikiti and stuff, where you're just like, well, if they say something really, really good, I'm not gonna worry about it. Let that roll. Like, he's like, yeah, we got this. Definitely. Yeah. And that was and, hilarious. And the 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 what I like about it as well is that, because uh, since you're having interactions with them too, like it's like face to face. That body language can actually tell a lot more. You know, they could feed off a of body language, and you know how like. Clayton said too, like when they were all in his show, like when they were basically all together, they could feed off of each other much better than how uh, if you're doing just off the of recordings only. If you can't, mm. if you can't see the body, the body, uh, what the body tells, it's harder to like uh, feed into it. So you just got to basically stick to scripts and stuff. 
Yeah, it's harder. Uh, it's harder to get a good like natural language out of it. That's why he says hard yeah. to get a natural feel out of it. Yeah, natural feel. And uh, yeah, I think a lot of things um, people are going to enjoy is um, another thing that you know we went over the symbolism that goes over the show, like what it means in the story. But a lot of things that um, I think people are going to enjoy is found family. Um, a lot of the you know personal that goes in there with um because with the White Ranger, you know her. Everyone has their own little gimmick outside of the main story, like what's going on personally. White Ranger's personal story is her dad's missing. We're not, I know it's been done two or three times, but this way we've been able to handle it, and I'm very happy with how it's turned out, Um, you know, with the way the scripts and the story is carrying it. um, She's a very, I like to say she's the the female Dylan from RPM, you know, this very. Oh, okay. Cool with that. You know, I'll do my thing, and if you guys just want to stand there and do it, I don't care what you do. You can come, you can't, you know, I don't care. So, wait, are you the Ziggy? I'm the... What's the best way to put it? I like to think I'm more or less like Javi from Dino Fury, this glue that kind of may make a stupid remark every once in a while, but everyone's just like, okay, you know, he's the heart of the team. We love him anyway, you know, he kind of makes a stupid remark, but he, he holds us together when things get dark. That sort of thing. Uh, well, well, okay. You got the Ziggy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's the not... Ziggy Ziggy Dylan relationship in RPM was fantastic. I thought it was one yeah. of the best relationships, you know, in any series. Like their their bromance basically was fantastic. Oh. And oh, it was yeah. so it was amazing. I was rewatching RPM, and I watched I rewatched the first episode and the finale, and the whole like. I think he wouldn't shake his hand in the first episode, but in the last episode, he went to shake his hand, and then he just went in for a hug. Yeah. So, uh, you know that uh, Dr. K and Ziggy got married. I did hear about that. And yeah, they they fell in love on set, and they got married right after the show wrapped. Are they still married? still together? I know. Um, uh, Dr. K, she's if I don't know if you knew this, but she did the um, choreography for the dance that Mucus did in the episode twenty one of Dino Fury or twenty. Oh, that's fun. It was that's really cool. I'm cool with that. Oh, yeah. So wait, is Dr. K, the, the lady who played Dr. K, is she still, like, is she still not heavily, but is she still involved with Power Rangers? Yeah, she um does a lot of the background, or background, behind the scenes stuff now, Um, so she I think is. that's why they were so easily to get her back for Beast Morphers, is she's already there. And I think she's native to New Zealand, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Sweet, uh, New Zealanders. Wow. Okay. Well, I'm okay with that. Well, I saw that they're actually moving the series from New Zealand to Canada. I heard about that. Ooh, that's gonna be fun. Yeah. That's, that's, where, that's where they filmed a lot of uh, Supernatural. Ah. Uh, oh, I did want to um, ask you guys, because you brought up Dino Fury a minute ago. Um, you said that a lot of the comedy was great. I wanted to ask you guys, what do you feel about the lore? Cause I, I've actually seen a divide in the, between the fandom. Some people saying that Dino Fury doesn't want to stand on its own. Some people saying that they love the fans. So I just wanted to see what y'all thought about that. All right. You want me to fill this one? Yeah, go ahead. I haven't seen a lot uh, of it. We hate it. it. So. We hate every single bit of it. We just despise. No, it, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> um we're fans of the comics and the oh, comics yes. get into a lot of the lore in the background and stuff like that and we like lore and you know some stuff can get a little hairy and that's fine yeah. like no one's perfect there's no perfect you know setup even mcu gets stuff wrong and that's mm -hmm. fine and we're not gonna get mad about it we're not gonna like unless it's something outrageously stupid but for the most part it's like eh, you have your own interpretation and you're making the show that's your interpretation of the lore yeah, that's cool, man. As long as the con lines up, I don't care. Like, I'm enjoying it. We're here for the ride. Oh, yeah, so that's exactly. It's over, it's over Operation Overdrive. That can go. Yeah, yeah that got. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the rest of it, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. 
Like Ninja Steel was okay. It had a little bit of lore stuff in there. Yeah, I don't it was fine. Why people? Because here's the thing. To me, Ninja Steel, yeah, the okay. I like the ideas they put into it. I love yeah. the game show stuff, the prism. Like that was all great. The game show thing was kind of really. Uh, th- that was, I think, the highlight of the whole show was the game show stuff. I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, it, they really handled that well. And, you know, it also it's such an easy way as a writer to just write in your weekly monsters like that. Whoever come up with oh. that in the right, they need to yeah, that. That guy was a genius. Whoever came up with that was fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give him that here and there. Uh, they even brought back old like villains and stuff like in the background. Like they yeah. just reused yeah. old suits. That was pretty cool. I think, if I'm not mistaken, Operation Overdrive's. Oh, what was the the blue guy's name that ran with a uh, 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 Camdor? He was in the crowd. Oh yeah, he was in the crowd a couple yeah. times. Yeah, and then the Yeti was there too at one point. Yeah. Yeah. The <laughs> Yeti. Oh man, that was that was played by Boone. Uh, yeah. The guy yeah. who plays Boone. He played the Yeti. He's been in the show like so, every season, like every season since uh, since then. Yeah, he's in SPD. He was in Ninja Steel. He was in. He's he's popping up. That guy, man, he's amazing. He's a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Sp- speaking of that, uh, did you know that some of the uh, older actors, like the uh, the one that played Zio Pink, she also voiced uh, a rope. Yeah, she also voiced a uh, one of the robots on Forever Red. Yeah. I think it was uh steal yeah. it yeah i was looking at the yeah. names i can't uh, remember the name of it but it was the female robot that she yeah, uh the white one yeah yeah uh yeah. you also know that uh, lois griffin is the voice of uh king mondo's wife mm-hmm. no yeah that was wait cool. yeah. well, okay that's news to alex me. mordstein yeah she's yeah, uh, yeah. she's the the uh she plays the uh uh queen uh what's her name queen machina queen machina yeah that's her voice yeah nice it's okay alex, uh, it's lois griffin well, that just takes a spin on everything. <laughs> so, do you you watch anything else outside like the Power Rangers verse? Do you is there anything else that piques your interest? As a filmmaker, there's a lot. I mean, I'm always interested in anything. So, like, but the big new things that's caught my eye this year uh, was Squid Game and Chucky. Like, I, I was telling mm-hmm. um, I was telling Jim earlier, um, Jim Jam, if you guys know, you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, that you guys need to definitely check out Chucky if you haven't. It's absolutely amazing, like ten out of ten. What's it on currently? Um, it's actually on Peacock. It just got added to Peacock. Yeah, my coworker always talks about it to me. He's like, "You should see it. It's gotta have a season two. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's like once you say it's on Peacock, I just kind of give up. I'm like, I'm not gonna download another damn app. <laughs> not gonna do it. No, nope. mm, you can't force me. Not a chance. <laughs> I think you could also get it on Sci-Fi, but like if you have like a cable. The cable provider, you know, because does it look like I have cable? <laughs> he don't. He doesn't. You know, <laughs> does it look I, like I, I got cable. Come on, bro. No one has cable now, and it's like, oh, okay. So it's all streamed. streamed. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I just had a conversation with my uh, my uh, my partner's boss about this, about their the cable package, and I'm like, a Roku is going to save you a lot of money every single oh. month, and she's like, really? And I'm like, mm-hmm. we're going to have this conversation. <laughs> And yeah, so there's she's now highly considering getting rid of her cable at home, and I'm like, do it, do it. <laughs> <laughs> so, are, are is there anything you're looking forward to right now? Um, currently, I would say, uh, what am I looking forward to? Oh, Christmas, um, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, New Year's, <laughs> a movie. Yeah, uh, Spider Man movies. I think I don't think we can mention you know look forward to a movie without mentioning what's coming in like a week or two. I believe No Way Home. Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Oh, yeah, that's da, true. Da, 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 da. Spider-Man, yeah. Spider-Man. I went out my movie theater just to get some tickets. I'm already planning it out. 
I oh, wow. I want to watch it, but I don't want to watch it in theaters. I like I've gotten used to not having to go to the theater to watch something. It's been great. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong, I do miss the movie theater experience, but but I have more comfortable chairs at home that uh-huh. I can just you know sprawl out across, and it's great. Yeah. And I'm like six foot four, so if I have to get up to use the restroom, I don't block the view of everyone else behind me. Just the cat. Yeah. <laughs> like you can't watch that cat. No, no, no. That gives cat empowerment. You don't eat that. <laughs> but I'm looking. For, I'm looking for the Doctor Strange. I'm looking for. I'm looking forward to a lot of the 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 MCU movies. Whenever they do another DC movie, I'm gonna watch it. I don't care. I'm gonna watch it. I like the DC movies. Like, did you watch Snyder? The Snyder cut. I've got it on Blu-ray for the collection. I have not had time. Like, four hours. I'm the kind of person yeah. with pet peeves is to start a movie and not finish it. Like, two different settings is that kill. I don't know why. It's always, ever since I was born, it kills me to do two settings. Yeah, I sat through the four-hour movie, too. Yeah. I'm guessing <laughs> was you horrible. couldn't watch uh, Matrix uh, Revolutions Reload It, right? Because it's, it's the same movie. Like, it's a continuation of the same movie, but it's split up between two years. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna watch that. You weren't even old <laughs> enough yet. We we watched it in theaters when it came. Oh out. yeah, I, yeah. I we watched Blu-ray, and I've me and my girlfriend's plans are to binge it like the week before the new one comes out. Like the whole I am looking forward to the new one. I'm gonna mm. rewatch the old ones. I've seen them a dozen times. I'm gonna rewatch them. They're they're great philosophical oh, yeah. movies with terrible action scenes in between. And for God's sake, it's got Keanu Reeves in it. Come on, exactly. Oh, <laughs> you ever seen the movie Keanu? Oh yes. yeah. <laughs> the, yes. <Keanu>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, movie's amazing. I love that movie. <laughs> watching, she loves cats. And so we're sitting there and she's like, Why is a cat called Keanu? And I was like, just give it a minute. Yeah, just yeah. Give it a minute. Let it, that, like, just let it roll. Just give it a minute. And then they get to the part where the cat's talking to them. It's Keanu Reeves. <laughs> and she's yeah. like, well, really? And I'm like, Yeah. Yeah, let it play itself yeah. out, you know. <laughs> let it roll, man. Don't even worry uh, about it. You're gonna enjoy this every step of the way. <laughs> oh, I love that movie. Oh, uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward to the Matrix. And it's the Batman. Yeah, that's my big. The Batman movie is coming out end of oh, next yeah. year, right? Oh no, that comes out very soon. Oh, Please. Batman Year One, not Year One, but the Batman. Yeah, the Batman. There's that scene. Okay, so it's it's the glittery vampire from. Twilight. Um, Robert Pattinson. It's Robert Pattinson, but it's a glittery vampire from um. So I'm gonna look it up. The sh- Twilight. The Twilight. Because I know Billy's seen Twilight. He loves Twilight. It, oh yeah. His like screaming greatest movie ever. Yeah. About it. Thing in my fr- in my free time, I'd buy bags of glitter and throw it up and run through the backyard like. <laughs> Yep. Mm-hmm. Nope, <laughs> nope. That's his favorite movie of all time. Um, but yeah, it's Robert Pattinson in it because he was in Tenet. And he was great in Tenet. Oh my goodness. He was amazing. Uh, he was Neil, if you don't remember. Neil? You need to watch. Uh, and then so he, they cast him for Batman. Yeah. And there's that first trailer that came out where he just go into town with that dude. And that blew my damn mind. I was like, <laughs> okay. Because I'm sitting there and I'm like, you know, it's supposed to be year one, year two Batman. So he's not really Batman, Batman yet, but he's kind of being Batman. And he doesn't know restraint yet. So he just go into town. I'm like, what? Did he just did he just go to town on that dude? Yeah. Oh my god, I'm gonna watch this. This is gonna be crazy. <laughs> we we just had Ben Affleck as Batman, and Ben Affleck as Batman. That I think that Batman was perfect. Not yeah, yeah. not not the Justice League Batman, not the second one. The first one. BBS Batman. 
That yep. was a perfect Batman. That was perfect. He nailed it. He wasn't really Bruce Wayne anymore. He wasn't really Batman. He was somewhere between it. The line was super blurry. And I thought that was pulled off great by Ben Affleck. Mm-hmm. To be fair, he was built like a tank too. So, you know, <laughs> he was my candy. But that's not the point. The point did. The point <laughs> is, he was great at that part. Oh, yeah. But yeah. So, but yeah. So, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, is there any new series looking looking forward to right now? A- any new, like, heck, animated, uh, anime, TV series, fan series, books, anything else you're looking forward to? If we're going to talk about fan series, I, um... I don't want to, but we have to. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Jim! <laughs> this is, like, the best way to, like, plug all the people I know. Like, obviously, Digital Beast, or Pirates Digital Beast, Hybrids, all of them are coming out. And it's, um, in fact, it's awesome to see Power Rangers getting, you know, through RPG, audio drama, animation, live action, like, it's amazing to see it in all these different formats. So, uh, yeah, I guess, like, let's, uh, let's hear about the, uh, the, the unique things about the characters, or the, the, how many are to begin with, like, do you have, like, a how core are five? You able to talk about? That's yeah. Let's see, there's a core five. Which of the Rangers? We have two side characters, or three technically, and then um, three villains. That's our that's our current character lineup. Um, we're still casting one of them, like for the villains, the female okay. one doesn't come in until episodes in. But because the the villains, everything's such a slow burn and a build. It's not just everything's all in one and then we run with it. It's you have to follow the story to feel as everything builds. You know. So my my question for you. So this has all been mostly written out, right? You have your your big storyboard already done. You're ready to go. Like you have your beginning yeah. and your end figured out, right? Okay. Let me. I have an end. Like I know it's gonna. I know like after the end, like once they do, you know, the big final battle. Where are we gonna continue with the next season after that? The thing is, is I, as a writer, I've made our villains so overpowered that it's like even I don't know what the rangers are going to do so it's like it's like do i just let them die do we just cut it off season one because i mean honestly there's it's so overpowered that i'm still as a writer trying to figure it out what they're going to do i I have ideas but the the trouble thing is is that you have to find that because i'm in master force and i play one of the emissaries and you know with the grand master of the grid being so powerful it's like okay we could have that but then you figure out that those are cares from other shows a lot of timeline issues which is why i put mine in own dimension so I, I don't have to deal with timelines because i will go into a hectic scream if i have to deal with timeline stuff yeah timeline is uh yeah once you start getting the timeline stuff that gets a little weird yeah, yeah. Like, i mean time also, travel itself is never a good story like it's fun but it's only fun for five minutes <laughs> yeah and I then yeah that's crazy as you write too you'd hate to like write yourself in a corner as well that's the yeah. that's another hard part too I love but you app. you have a good idea where you want to you have a good idea where you're ending at for season one, right? Yes, definitely. I found okay. is something that I think the odd because there's been so many finales. I was like, what can we do to top it? And fun fact, I was sick as hell. I mean, I was just as sick as you could think. And I'm just laying there thinking, like, okay, this is the end. This is it. I'm I'm done for. And I come up with the best idea. And my girlfriend's like, no, you're sick. Put the computer down. I'm like, no, I gotta write it down. Your so, fever dreams, yeah. Yeah. That's Definitely. it, yeah. I'm pretty sure I am like 99% sure that's how the uh, turbo pizza scene <laughs> happened with yeah. a fever dream. 
yeah. the writer was like, it's a fever dream. It's okay. It's going to make total sense. And then it you know, gets on Did. air, and you're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What now, now, the question is, to here, are you going to film it, like, in town, or are y'all actually going to, like, travel around, like, different parts of the state? As of right now, we're, like, the main town, it, we're going to be filming in Kinston, you know, my hometown, we're going to be filming there. And then we're going to film in the town next to us, which is another town I'm very, you know, I've bounced around from the two towns. And I know a lot of people that we could, like, rent out buildings and, you know, block streets and all that. So not too far, an hour away, maybe. Are those no. guys called mobsters? <laughs> <laughs> we need the street blocked off. Got yeah. <laughs> Pay for our services. <laughs> I need you to deliver this package for us. What? <laughs> yeah. Wait, so you're gonna you're actually gonna you're actually filming in person, which is gonna be fantastic. Yeah. And so you're gonna have everything blocked off and all that stuff. Or is there any kind of special places you're gonna looking into or anything like that? Or you are having planned out? Um, there's a ballroom in my hometown that I've yet to call, but I've talked to Someone else has used it, so they definitely say that they're open to stuff like this. Pricing, I have no idea. And getting machines up there is another issue, but I'm looking to film there. Um, Where I live at, because this is the town over, um, but where I live at, our downtown area, right in front of the courthouse, there's like this huge steps like that lead down, and that's like the perfect shot. I can't say what that scene is for, because that's a big like drop, like drop, jaw-dropping moment. Okay. But that scene, I think people are... Like, no, the qu- I'm excited for that one. Cause... The question is, do you have anyone ready to go for the Chuda scenery? Uh, sort of. Is it a dog? <laughs> um... <laughs> got you. <laughs> You've got your <laughs> um, I can't oh. that um, our villain, um, there's a scene, because I think the things the villain does to the people to kill them, it's very brutal. I can't say that this show doesn't hide away. Like, there's death on screen. Mm-hmm. I can say that this isn't like, you know, I guess one can say this isn't your daddy's Power Rangers or whatever. That's what the term is, right? But um, there's a lot of death. I mean, we don't shy away from it. This isn't like, okay, we have a magical orb. Let's bring him back. Once you die, you're gone. Like, that's... You're done for. Okay, so you're not going right. to be like a Wild Forces uh, Super Sentai where everyone died and it was like a fever dream death and everyone's still there like the next episode. You're like, what the hell happened? Just, yeah. Oh, wow. yeah. Like, oh no, they're all dead, and then voila, they're alive. Yeah, you're like, but I, I really love bro. that idea too. Like, once once you die, you're gone. Because like, fans can create a connection with like these uh, specific characters, and like when they die, like that's a real heart uh, wrenching moment for them too. Because knowing that they're you know, not just gonna come back, a, that reminds you of a fire emblem. Like, whenever your character dies in fire emblem, they're they're gone. You, you oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah, gone. exactly. Yeah. Do you know what Fire Emblem is? Are we are we speaking a little too old for you? I I do know what that is. I haven't like gotten too much into it. It's video. It's a video game. Yeah. <laughs> I like, <laughs> I oh no! Like you you get attached these characters in the game, and then once they want if you if they die, they're done. Like you can't restart the level. Nothing. They're they're gone. And so you're yeah. There's like the first time we played through it, like we had like the main character left on the final boss. That was it. And that was uh, there's no winning. That was just one character. <laughs> That's it. But yeah, okay. But yeah, no. Uh, I I do like series like that where if a character actually dies, they're done. Um, I just don't like how The Walking Dead did it. Do you ever watch Walking Dead? My mom told me to watch. It. I have not had time to check it out yet. Something that slipped me. It's 
a very long series so far, and uh, you, if you ever do watch it, you will fall in love with Herschel. And when he dies, you're done. That's yeah. what happens. You, you, like you, you're done. When Herschel's done, you're done. I'm like, no, I'm good. <laughs> I don't care how cool Carol is. I don't care. Herschel is my favorite character. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will talk mad shit about Walking Dead any day of the week just because it's <sighs> they killed off Herschel, man. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever, bro. Whatever. Is there yeah. a... Oh, now, here's a, a question. Do you watch any, like, the older style stuff? Uh, Like, uh, do you ever, like, catch, like, Beetleborgs or VR Troopers or anything like that? Since I know you're, you're pretty young and you don't know about the whole early 90s. If I could... Early 90s. Like, find it. Like, that's one thing I'm, like, pushing for is to find, like, a good Blu-ray set of, like, Beetleborgs. You're not going to. Uh-uh. It's not going to happen. <laughs> uh, the, the only one who ever did a good set for it was uh, Laugh Factory, I think it is. Not Laugh Factory. Uh, I think it was. Box Factory, I think. They're the only ones who did it. And that's it. There's just one set of DVDs out there. You're never going to find on Blu-ray. Unfortunately, sorry. Hmm. Maybe. One day. Who knows? But as of right now, yeah. But Beetleborgs, did you, have you actually ever watched Beetleborgs? No, I've seen a lot of clips of it though. Is isn't uh, that the one with the kids where they got like that guy with the blue face and um kids powers? Are you call? Are you are you are you being racist against Flabber? Come on, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah, the, the one. Flabber had yeah. a blue face, and they had monsters and stuff in the, the old house. Like they had a yeah. mummy, and then the werewolf. The werewolf was great. And the vampire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was the only one that didn't have any real prosthetics on. <laughs> it just painted his face super white. <laughs> and that was it. Everyone else had prosthetics. But yeah, no, that was that was a pretty good show. Uh, it was not good at all, but it was fun. I'd say the least. It was really stupidly fun. Uh, and the VR Troopers was actually was supposed to be uh, Jason David Frank's, like, uh, the guy who played Tommy, it was supposed to be his like new show. Like he came on for Power Rangers, then he left Power Rangers, and they were gonna try to make him into the VR Trooper stuff. But that kind of got back. Uh, they really want him to come back for the, the the new Ranger for the Power Rangers because the fan outcry for him, which I still think is kind of yeah. weird. But whatever. I I, I feel like <laughs> he came back because a lot of the moms were like, "We want him back. He's attractive." <laughs> like he was that bad boy. All the moms liked. That's what I think it was. That's exactly what I think it was. I have a fun story to tell now that you brought that up and it reminded me. I was, um, it was when Dimensions in Danger come out, and I was, it was such a big deal, you know, 25th anniversary, the Pirates mm-hmm. made it to 25 years at that point. And I was like, all right, all my family's going to watch it with me. My sister shows up and she automatically let everyone in the room know, I will leave all of you for the Gold Ranger right now and would have no regrets and forget all. Wait, Antonio? Uh, no, uh, I think it was Levi from Ninja Steel. Yeah. Oh. Okay, yeah. 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 I did like Antonio though. Antonio was fun. Antonio was yeah. a good. He was a lot of fun. I like he, he was him and Mike were my two standout characters on Samurai. Emily for me for Samurai could have been so much more if they would have actually like the story would have gone deeper into what it meant for her to take down or take that role that her sister was supposed to have. That yeah, that would have worked yeah. out a lot better, but they didn't really get into that at all. Which sucked. Damn it, ha- uh, damn it, uh, damn it, Saban! Why did you like fail us again? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I do like that they uh, they wrote in, not wrote in, but they introduced they a, fema- a female Red Ranger. Yeah, that was cool. Well, we was had cool. a female like Red that. Ranger esque in a SPD. We had one. Oh, once. okay, yeah, the A Squad. 
Yeah, which is right next to your face. Yeah, thank you, thank you. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. So like, we had one once in SPD, but then yeah, we actually had a legitimate one in uh, Samurai, which I felt like that was really underwhelming. Uh, did you? Uh, but did you read the comics? Um, I I fell off, but I got past the um Shattered Grid one. Okay, I so read- you got through. Like, you have a glimpse of the Jason and uh, Laura love interest right yes so you know why they stopped that because jason's supposed to be 16 and laura's like 25 oh <laughs> <laughs> like it was really well done and then the writers are like oh shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah just like well damn okay never mind <laughs> we're gonna write that off <laughs> so yeah that's that's what happened there uh so in you- in so in your uh western strike um what uh, what colors are you working with with like the main the characters and stuff? Then you got white and yellow so far. Yeah, white and yellow so far. Yeah, so for our males it is red, yellow, and black, and then for the females it's white and blue. Oh, okay. You don't see a lot of blue female. Yeah, we I- got Tori and Madison, right? Yeah, yeah. Only two, right? I think of. Until yeah. 30th season, if we get uh, Juo Jersey and Adachi. Oh, uh, okay. Maybe. Well, they, they, they've they been in some announcements about it. Hasbro's been talking about it with their investors. So maybe. Let's see. All right. I, I, I'm like legitimately curious if they're going to bring that over here or not. Like, I, I want to see if they do or not. Which one? Uh, The one with the cubes and stuff. Oh, yeah. 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 I gotcha. I don't really want the Diamond Rangers thingamabobber that some people are talking about. I'm like, uh yeah <laughs> i want the trains i really want the trains that was a cool concept that and it could be handled so well because i i think i read that they don't want to do it because trains aren't a big thing in america oh yeah no trains here are a joke yeah and plus yeah. they have an orange ranger and they hate orange over exactly. here yeah. yeah orange is the commerce ranger from back in the day like the very 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 first super sentai second second yeah they had the countrymen like america was the girl <laughs> yeah, she had like a wig on her helmet yeah, it was uh, terrible. And yeah. then uh, Captain Communism <laughs> was the Russian guy, Captain Communism, and then uh, uh, Captain Japan, uh, Captain Communism, Miss America, and someone else. Oh, Captain Kenya, <laughs> I think was one of them. <laughs> it was just super racist. So horrible. <laughs> oh my god, it was so bad. And none of them were actually from the countries that they were supposed to be from. They're all Japanese people. <laughs> oh, that was that was horrendous. Oh, so, so bad. yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. So your characters, like you're gonna have uh, a couple guys, a couple girls, mm-hmm. and you're doing it a little differently than the other shows have been like. So, can you tell us anything? I know I you don't want to spoil anything because you know you're still a little further out there for getting your show out there and whatnot. Can you tell us a little bit, like what they're gonna be dealing with? Because I know you have LGBTQ already, right? And lost father. And stuff. You can, you can you spoil a little bit for us about what the other Rangers are going to deal with, or no? Um, I can definitely. Cause please. Lost father is White Ranger. The Black Ranger is dealing with, you know, his sexual orientation, and for to talk about the Blue Ranger and Black. Let's see, Blue, Red, and Yellow. Yeah, that would leave them too. The Red Ranger is the one with the divorce problem that we mentioned earlier. Okay. Um, but a lot of it is, I think, the way because every story that you see in the show is handled so much differently than what it would normally be, like. The I'm going to tell you the uh, our LGBTQ representation. He will not have 
anyone to date that early in the show. Like most shows, it's like okay, we need to have this relationship. And for me, it's like no, it's real. There's he's gonna go through like a real relationship. You know, you could get stood up. You know, there could be more drama that goes under it. You know, for a straight, it's the same for that gay relationship. And I want to show that in the story. So I think people are gonna love that. But um, for the Blue Ranger. A lot of it is living up to expectation, you know, because uh, like the sports thing I mentioned with the avatars, mm-hmm. you know, um, her grandmother was like a famous cheerleader, you know, and that's what she wants to do, but it doesn't work like that with this world anymore. You can't right. have jobs because technology, you know, you, you don't, it's not real anymore. And I think that's almost a, you know, you, you, you walk into Walmart nowadays and there's less employees because there's those self-checkouts and all that stuff, and it yeah. almost symbolized with that, for the most part. And to talk about, you know, my character, the Yellow Ranger, his big stick, I can't really say it, because... He has a big stick, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> uh, okay. If I were to say what his, you know, his deal was, it would be definitely a spoiler, but I can tell you that no, like, any guesses anyone makes, no one's gonna see it coming. Okay. I'll stick it to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Okay, that works for me. Um, are you gonna have a? Okay, so you're saying, so everything's in the VR world, right? So yeah, I, I'm I'm curious, is the Ranger thing gonna be in the VR world too, or is that actually out in the real world? Um, for the most part, no. The Rangers, the all that stuff's real. I mean, the the team is a very, and I think it's a this could be a turnoff for a lot of people, but it's a very basic team in terms of they morph, they fight the bad guy. And I did that for the action scenes because none of us are professionals, and I, I put a lot more work into the story and the action scenes. I mean, yeah, there's action music, there's Power Rangers, you know, of course. But um, when it comes to all the Ranger stuff, um, I think people are gonna dive more into the characters. And when it comes to like, I I think for episode one, our total it's a forty nine minute episode, and I think for the total minutes of action is like ten at max. But then again, that's an origin, so. And that could yeah, yeah you're more into like character development at that point yeah like i yeah. plus also budget conscious because like if we're filming and our if a sword breaks like there is i can't just run up to walmart and buy it like our stuff our stuff is handmade oh. it's unique for this show they have their own like their morphers are like actual like dagger knives that's cool so i, I wanted something and i think people are gonna love in fact we don't have a morphing sequence until episode five so hmm I mean, well, I'm we okay with that. So, like an instant flash, like run, and your suit just kind of like falls onto you. Kinda right. Like well, they did in, uh, they did that in. Oh, what, what did they do that in? There's a couple of seasons where they just had them run and they morph all running. I think. And stuff. Well, you know, they had the morph sequence, but for the most part, like they had those quick morphs real quick. Like, oh, quick. Yeah, morph, yeah. Go. It'd be like that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And they're not gonna, they're not gonna do like how they did an SPD, not SPD, um, light speed rescue where they throw out the shield. While they're running, like, throw out a shield, jump through shield, more morph. Yeah. That was super <laughs> weird. <laughs> um, For the flash morph, um, I can say this, that a lot of it is just, it's, the rangers will glow, and it'll almost blind the screen with the colors, and then when it dies down, they're morph. Kind of like a, it's an easy way, as a writer, and when we're filming that, you know, we'll just blind the screen with the effects. And then when we cut back to where you can see things, they're already morphed, so. Yeah, yeah. like a big one, big lens flare. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, gotcha. Is it gonna be multicolored lens flare? Like, I mean, that'd be look cool though. That look cool. 
it is a couple times. Like, if the Red Ranger's leading, it would just be mainly red, and you can vaguely see, like, yellow, blue, white, black. But oh. if it's just two Rangers doing it beside each other, then yeah. Like, um, there's a instant morph with me and the Blue Ranger, which is, you know, yellow and blue. Um, and that, I think I have that written up to where that will be a, you know, two-colored flare. That's the best way. Well, to let me ask you this real quick. Is it, uh, is the Red Ranger the leader, like, the definite leader, or, like, there's other leadership roles within the team? I think with, um, I think he kind of takes leadership because, you know, he is the Red Ranger. He almost puts himself in that role. But mm-hmm. when things get really bad, you know, we always turn to the White Ranger because her dad made the powers, all of our weapons. Oh. So he's the leader for the, you know, okay, we need to fight. Here's a, here's a game plan. But when it gets to the, the bigger, you know, stuff, yeah, the White Ranger comes in and kind of does all that. Okay. 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 And so uh, what do you, what's your output on this? Like, uh, where are you going to try and show this? Is it like a YouTube or Twitch or do YouTube. you have a... YouTube, DVDs, okay. uh, DVDs in the Walmart parking lot. Yes. <laughs> I'm huge into physical media with Blu-rays and DVDs, so if I can find anyone to like put these you know episodes that are on YouTube on DVD, you know, just hit me up. You know. I can point in the right direction for that. Yeah. Uh, but it's gonna be expensive. Heads up, because it's gonna be a small volume. But mm. um, I can I can point in the right direction for that. I got you. Yeah. And if you want anything like the like, do the Rangers have symbols and stuff, or um, mainly on their chest? Like, I, I, the second thing I can send it to you real quick while we're doing this, but um, on their chest they have each animal symbol, which was actually inspired by the Dino Fury logo, the dinosaur in the middle. Oh, okay, okay. So little front view. I was in early concept. It was gonna be like inspired from from Dino Charge. That side view on their the little yellow thing, if that's the best way to put it. Right, That's right. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But um, originally, at that point, I wanted something to stand out more. But I did want it to be, because they're actually more in the center with, like, we, tra- we were talking about Georgia. That's, like, almost the whole suit, you know, with their animal heads. Right. And with these, it's just, you know, they're on their chest, and that's it. Each animal's eyes actually has a different color. Oh wow! Okay. And so, does what it represent anything in, uh, in itself? Like they have different colors within the eyes. Does it represent anything else or no? Uh, actually, for to somewhat, it's almost like a a foreshadowing for some. Ah, okay. Leave it like that. Don't say anything else. Like that. <laughs> foreshadow for something else. It's just it's it has meaning, and you got to watch the show to catch yes. the meaning. Gotcha. So yeah. Gotcha. What what animals are being represented uh, in this show? The bison, coyote, hawk. Roadrunner and the horse, and a raccoon at some point. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll say that. <laughs> yeah. Or as we call them, tr- trash pandas. <laughs> they will be bandit. <laughs> Our biggest comedic moment will fall with that, and that's, I'm going to leave it at that because that way people can their minds will be blown when they see it. Oh yes, <laughs> it's a raccoon. Yeah. Wait, what? What? <laughs> uh, okay, okay. I I do have one other question for you. Uh, so the world they're living on. Okay, so the world they actually physically live on, is it a desert planet itself? Or they just live in a desert area? Or is it the desert, the VR, like, set up? They just, to, for them, it's just basically this dimension's Earth. So, where the, I think, if I'm not mistaken, I tagged and I have to go back and look at Let's see, hold on. Go back to my notes. I tagged So, my, it's, it's not a Tatooine-like planet? No, this is just a basic, like, it's, it's, it's Earth of 417. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Okay, okay, so it's Earth... That is 
that dimension. Technically advanced enough to have uh, almost AI, right? Yeah, like we're pro- in fact that's actually the villain's whole stick is meant to be. Spoilers, bro. Spoilers. <laughs> Just be like, yeah. yes, and that's it. Just be like, yes, <laughs> yes. Don't want to spoil it for yourself, man. Come on, dude. <laughs> like, you don't want to. You don't want to throw it out there because then you yeah. can't get it back. <laughs> Once it's out there, it's out there, dude. I got you. You're you're learning. It's okay. I got you. Now tell us how it all ends. <laughs> <laughs> Just everyone dies. Yes. No. Ah. Dies event. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're gonna have three seasons after this means absolutely no connection. Okay. Uh, yeah, they, great. <laughs> <laughs> it totally works, bro. Totally works. <laughs> I did want to say this because I think um no one knows this, but um the original name for Western Strike was Western Surge, but I changed it to Strike later on. And Western Surge? Yeah, that was the original idea. Now Western Surge is still in the show, but it's not what you think it would be. The, their team name is Western Strike, but Western Surge you can still hear them say that in the show, but I can't say how. Did you get did you get a copyright claim from uh, Mountain Dew for that? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I'm originally when I was a kid, I would make these like fan teams, but like okay. the idea was that the original story would be that it would be set in this desert world, but when you're filming in real life, you know. At least in my era, there's no deserts around here, so you have to adapt your new story to fit, you know, your budget. Because you know we don't have, you know, a big studio where we can make a giant sand desert and bunch of green screen. So right. I had to change, and I, I was actually very happy with the way Western Strike came out. I think it sounds better. I don't know about anyone else, but I think it rolls better and it it sounds more unique. You know, like I don't yeah. see anyone that, you know, the name is I, very I, unique. I like I like it. Thanks, uh, thanks again for listening to today's episode of Zero to Hero with uh, me and my co-host Jim and our special young guest, Johnson. Uh, thanks for being on again. Love the whole prodigy uh, that you're going with. You know, thanks, young. I like it. So, any last words you want to do, plug-ins? Uh, it's first it's awesome to be here or it's awesome to have been here and um if you guys haven't already that's listening make sure to go search power rangers western strike on youtube and check out our theme song that's out right now sweet. oh sweet yeah and anything for you jim uh not really now like i have my normal stuff that i could talk about but you know since i'm a co-host i can't talk about it mm. so thanks can't plug myself Ugh. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, um, if you want, uh, yeah, check out the last week's episode with uh, uh, the other week's episode with uh, the Red Cornish Ranger. Uh, one before that was Neon Lights and the TN Ranger, and then go check out our catalog. We're we're making more content, guys. Oh, yeah, uh, come join our Facebook group and whatnot. All right, follow us on the Instagram. Instagrams. <laughs> it's, it's Instagrams and the Twitters. All uh, right, social media. Thanks again, and uh, let's see if it works this time. Ready? I'm going to see if it works. Do it. Ninja. No, it don't want to work. at a gas station yesterday and I can't believe this guy in a wheelchair had the nerve to run up on me.
Hey everyone, Johnson here. I'm here to talk to you about a very upcoming special event at the end of today's episode of Zio to Hero. You all are going to want to know about this. Power Rangers Master Force and Power Rangers Unworthy are having a big crossover event on December 18th. And you're not going to want to miss this. Make sure that you go to Instagram at Unworthy Productions for more information and to watch this epic event on December 18th. Make sure you go to YouTube and type in Power Rangers Master Force. Subscribe and ring the bell notification to not miss this event. It's going to be big for all Ranger fans.